What did you say? Well, but a sick dread. What? Well, but a sick dread. <laughs> <laughs> So how are we starting this? What a sec. It's been a while since. Well, I normally just be like, what a sec. Well, what a sec. It's been a while since I did one of these. So much things has happened through the course of. I guess traveling, uh, figuring out certain things, living life, all this good stuff. But this is a topic, well, excuse my manners. Welcome to another episode of Well Mother Sick. I'm your host, the Negus of Nassau, St. Tom Alexander, Lord Jalen Willard, at your service. And we are on another episode of we're mighty sick. <sighs> yeah, it's been a couple months. I think the last time I recorded a mother sick was maybe in May, possibly. Yeah, so much has happened since then. Um, took two trips, went on a little bit of a comic convention tour. Um. Yeah, studio been the studio been on a little bit of a creative hiatus since July, and I thought about making a mother sick episode in the old format, but I was like, since I did the videos like prior to, um, since the last two was really good on like YouTube and things like that, I was like, okay, um, maybe I can just wait until I could just do it in this format. So, if you would like to sponsor this show or any show on the Original People Network platform, feel free to email us at the Original People Network at gmail.com or slide in our DMs, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for more of this great content and for more information. And I tell my guys for here, Spanak Islands already hit 100 episodes. I'm starting up to hit 100 myself on Erin Cool. After then, Let's try to get some sponsorship. Like, you know, it's just about that time. But today's topic, and going off of, let me bring my clear chair closer. I mean, I still look on camera too. I gotta adjust camera too a little bit. Hold on. So where was I? So it's been, a few months since I took in my creative hiatus. Um, and a lesson I've learned and something that I've been constantly like, this has been a recurring thing. What I'm learning now is we really cope with living. I think that's the best way I could put it. We really are coping with Living within this existence. And 
I don't know why I find myself feeling like I've transcended certain, not really transcended certain human experiences, but they don't appeal as brightly to me. It feels cliche. It feels, all right, yeah, because everybody does this. You know, it's, it's so mundane. But it is something that helps us enjoy our experience more on Earth to where um, we're thinking about life in terms of how do we escape from it, even though the greatest ground escape is leaving life for good and abandoning whatever this experience and existence is where you no longer cease to you cease to exist you know no longer on this plane of existence i find it like i remember going to a lot of the cons you know whether it be momocon or blurricon it's this thing that we call in con life and in cosplay life and gamer life is con depression because at these events you this is this is the first time in a long time where you get this much attention and encouragement and people love on you as a big love fest, especially if you're a cosplayer, where you haven't seen this or felt like this since you was a little child, where people were this attentive to you enjoying yourself. And obviously you spend a lot of money to have this experience, but this experience would take you back to the days that you was a child when everything seemed simple and so free. And now that you have to come back to reality, it's depressing because life's hard and a lot of people, life sucks. You know, um, all what is going on in this accursed world, you just be like, you... You really almost want to give up, give up the ghost. You'd be like, what's the point? I would probably be like that a lot of times too, if I didn't know what my you know general purpose for living was. But I can see how it is easy for people to slip into that. So that leads me to the topic to for today. It's called escapism. And you may be wondering, what is escapism? Look at me switching the thing on the block. What is escapism? Because I've, I've recently learned what this word is. And just booting up the computer, y'all. Escapism. I mean, without any like dictionary definition. Well, I already got it Oxford, thanks to Oxford languages. Escapism is the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities, especially by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy. So another similar word is daydream, fantasize, or dream. That's something that we always do. But I think that is becoming a little bit more prevalent as the world declines around us. I find myself just ruin the this existence. 
you know. Because I just find it trivial to what we sort of appease ourselves with. Like besides what I the unique things people do, like different hobbies and things of that nature. It's like if you really look at it, we're all working nine to five for the next 30, 40 years just to hustle for a weekend, just to take two weeks of vacation per week to go someplace exotic to say, or even if we, if we could afford it, if we could afford it, <laughs> just to say, yeah, we did that and I'm living life to post pictures on the internet on different social media platforms. If you could afford it. If you can't afford it, that's what you would love to do eventually someday. So, but I find that trivial. I find that cliche. That's something that everybody wants to do. And at the end of the day, how does that really feed your soul? I don't know. I don't know if it's just me just thinking so deeply on these things. And it's just like, but just don't, what it may, the enjoyment and excitement might bring for somebody it just don't move me maybe i it's because i don't live the average existence or maybe because i know like i said in the last what might have said this is a coping mechanisms just distractions you know um over the last couple of weeks i came across this artist called oliver anthony you know, country music star or budging country music star because he isn't one to really like get in the limelight and to really seek a life of fame or just speaking for from his perspective from as a small town country person living in America. But a lot of people loved his song, Richmond, North of Richmond, where talks about how politicians and government really like not really looking out for the people and you know it's a more of a power to people type of anthem but even though that particular song i think should have over 40 million views on youtube video right now or more that it i love that song but my favorite song from him is i want to go home and you're gonna say justin what is that song where he talks about um like I just even see in the long I'm just trying to cancel the show because it's the, the it's one hundred dollars. Anyway um he's this type of person to revolt against the system which I feel I've become as of late just rejecting a lot of different social norms of what life should be like and understanding that this ain't really conducive to us really finding our purpose and it's just making us depressed and sad and forcing people to get into self-destructive behaviors and ultimately taking their own lives or well, slowly doing it but when he was like in his home, he's like, yo, I want to go home. Like, you know, if it wasn't for my old dogs and the good Lord, you know, probably end up in a psych ward. And he talks about how inflation is a thing. 
um, we on the verge of a world war, all type of calamity, all kind of different things about to happen, and we're living through historical times. Like we just came out of COVID, and COVID about to rise again. This bill going up, that bill going up, this crookedness gonna happen, and it's like it really beat down Sierra, your soul. And then when it comes to dealing with your day to day personal life, it's like there's a lot of inconveniences that you have to push through. And then there's other people that even make it 10 times worse before because of selfish wants or greed, you know. And the world becomes so dark to us, like, I'm not even sure if I want to be a participant in this thing anymore. Again, because of purpose, you continue because you know what your God-given mandate is. But like I feel it when you say if it wasn't for my dogs, he is a he's a dog um, enthusiast. And the God above is like, bro, you might you might lose your head. But everybody trying to find and it, it just goes credence to what this thing called life and the world we live in has become to where it's like it's almost a curse to live. <laughs> because it's like these systems aren't set up for you to really even prosper particularly it's more so for the few to prosper and then everybody else to get by we're literally working nine to five hustling for a weekend to go to happy hour on a friday to numb ourselves with a libations friday night saturday night probably you know go to church <laughs> a different other coping mechanism if you ask me even though it could be a very positive one. And then Sunday afternoon, eat and try to mentally prepare to go back in the process again. Now, other people may make work shifts or whatever the case may be, but it's the same process. It's the same mentality. You hustling for those free days where you can sort of catch yourself and it's like right back, right back. And it's like, should life really be like this? I understand the obligations you have as as a far and obviously we live in a capitalist system and you have to work to make money to sustain life but when you look at it at, from a macro and micro perspective like this ain't living this ain't even surviving that's just being a mindless tool for those who know who own the gold. For you to get truppants so you could stay afloat and try to create some form of happiness for yourself. And that's what you end up having to do so you don't go crazy. And then, you know. <sighs> I remember... You know, talking to a friend, get friends. I had this conversation a lot these past couple of days where I was like, I literally start Monday through Friday, waking up seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning, and going, going, going until nine, because in the morning time I gotta deal with 
task and my parents and things like that. And that, you know, even though I should be using that time to sort of relax and chill out before work. Then I go to work from one night for I to be under more stress and more things having to deal with people and whatever they got going on. And having to, I guess, deal with their idiosyncrasies and wherever all that comes up with, just trying to put it nicely. And then by the time I get off, sundown, the day is over, everything's closed. I mean, I'm doing this in this process now because this is just a part of the journey. But it's like, <laughs> I can't, I don't foresee myself being in this process forever. Like I was saying, but I can't even, yeah, I doing this for money, but it's like, bro, I can't even go to church. Like Bible study a week that I can't even go to therapy when I need to. I can't even like, if I want to join any civic groups or whatever the case may be, I can't because I got to go to work. And sometimes thinking about that can be very depressing, but I just have to sort of retrain myself to feel like, you know, I'm doing this because it is helping me get to where I need to go. I know if I go to work, you know, may meet somebody good today, you know, learn something new, may have a chuckling get goodbye. I know when I check coming, I can reinvest into doing exactly what I'm doing right now. And I don't find many things I enjoy in life. This is one of the things I love to do. Um, podcasting, content creating. But it's like, you know, just thinking about how just going back to the con situation, how we live in these constructs called or trying, like we were really in a situation where we're trying to survive or we're trying to grab on to hopes and dreams of people we think that if we get to this level, then life would be easier. Are we trying to get to their standpoint or we have dreams of getting rich, like X, Y, and Z person because we feel like we'd be in a better situation. But it's like that dream is sold to millions and many aren't going to get that. Because either they don't have the intel or have the right network of connections and most just give up. But it's the pursuit of this and then if you don't pursue it, you get, you get in the cycle of mediocrity and just mundane and it's just everything is comfortable and relaxed and and I just don't foresee myself being a part of this. And it's like, to avoid, to get out of thinking about these things, we numb ourselves with all this materialism and the trivialities of this world. And for what? It ain't gonna mean nothing at the end of the day. 
you know, I, I just was telling a friend, like, right from... So about 2014, 2015, every so often I would always be able to sit, like, say this to, like, make conversations with God. I was like, but you could come right now, but, right. Yeah, I love this life. I love this existence. But this don't mean it. It's, it's like, when you really break it down, it's... I mean, I guess things change when you have children or you have, I mean, I guess a strong support system or a family or whatever, but when that start to set in and you see how the system works, whether, okay, you can't afford the proper health care or this isn't it, or they're dying off from diseases that really, if they was eating a proper way, it wouldn't be that way. And understanding how the medical system and the food system works and all these other systems, and you be like, I glad, you know, I remember I always used to hear my mom say that, like, nah, this person don't have to suffer no more. They don't have to be here to experience this no more. Or when it comes to children, I know people, some people feel like they set their kids up for failure, just bringing them in this world. And that's why a lot of people don't want to have children. And I used to be like, no, you can't be there. But I mean, now I don't really even blame them because it's like what you bringing them into to Especially if you're not going to be putting systems to where they're going to do better than you or succeed better or have a better chance. Like, what you bringing them here for? And I see a lot of people say, tell their parents, like, wait, I ain't choose to be here. You chose this for me. I mean, that's a hurtful thing to say to a parent because, you know, they just want to have how part of their human existence is procreating. <laughs> so... You're just the byproduct of them living. And now you have life. And then you in turn do the same. And then over time you find pride in being part of this existence from being a parent to a child and you having your own children. And then so on and so forth. Right, just just be like, hey. we always hear about revelation and these things. I just be like, Jesus, if you about to come back, you come now. Like, I ain't got nothing. I'm not holding on to nothing in this world. This all life. I've seen, I've had my reality destroyed multiple times. I've lost it all and got it back. I lost it again. Seeing the trivialities of bonds and connections. Seeing the evil of this world and the dark nature of human beings. I seen a good side too. So it's all like a whole balancing act. And you're just picking your points to where you want to cohabitate in, where you want to thrive, who you want around you. And you know, you're just getting a little bit more selective with that. But this drive to just escape it all, just to get away from having to think about what is the reality, trying to escape to a fantasy. I know we talk about this all the time, but how, is this really actually healthy? Should we always be aspiring for more or aspiring for things that are out of reach and then basically our lives are summed up to whatever we settled for? 
or what's the, what's the other word I'm looking for? Whatever, whatever. Um, be con- contentment. Whatever we be content with. Now there ain't nothing wrong with being content because you can have, love you know, have a roof over your head. You can have food. You can have this and that, and then you just get with that. But, and I guess capitalism makes us want to always want more. I guess it's just the perspective of any individual to how they think and work for their lives. And I wouldn't impression nobody like, hey, if you want to live on a farm and that's all you want to do and just raise kids and get carp and go fishing and do this, but do it like, like in the Bahamas, we say island life street and island life street because ain't nobody bothering you, ain't no headache, ain't no things. But it's expensive as hell to live on the islands if you ain't got no money. And the resources and infrastructure ain't there too. So it's a win-lose type of situation. And that's why I learned how to just enjoy things in the moment. And I learned too, I don't have to escape my reality or have a moment of time to escape or I have to go along with the status quo on what people do. I can just do whatever I want to do. I don't have to escape my reality. I just can make my reality what I want it to be. Yeah, yeah, see. <sighs> Thinking about this is like bring tears to my eyes. And I think as it as it pertains to escapism, I think I don't really think human beings can avoid escapism. Because for whatever reason. There are always going to be inadequate situations and inadequate people who our life is really hard and they're going to add to your trauma. Because or whatever, they're so delusion, they, they, they are so self-absorbed and delusional and they're absorbed within their own lives. You know, you can't live for that. That they just, whatever, if it makes their life easier, they don't mind passing the buck on to you. Or if they're in whatever too, they don't mind sort of inconveniencing you to find convenience for them. And that's going from a small level all the way up to big government and political and global powers. So you really see now why I just be like, I just want to go home. If the father, if that sky crack open on the trumpet sound, hey, take me. Because this, <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> like, honestly, like, you know. When it comes to, I remember I had this conversation with Sam in the lobby when he was at BlurredCon. When it comes to con depression. And it's not really con depression, it's just that as you old, less and less people care about your well-being. When you're a child, people, you know, you a three, four-year-old could come in and a three, four-year-old fall in the middle room and you would have the whole crowd of people just react, oh, you okay? Everything good? Where's your parents? This, that, and that. You want to juice? The attention, the care. 
happens for a child. But as you age, that attention and care lessens the lessons. Especially if you ain't popular or you want again support group and these things. And obviously due to capitalism in this modern society, we become more isolationist. So, you know, we have gone away from the village model to where we were and we were more of our brother's keepers. We don't think of our decisions based on how it's going to affect the other person. We just do it because it's efficient and it meets the status quo. So I've taken the liberty of when I see those type of things and how people move that way, I try to get as far away from that as possible. My mother sick. Thank you for listening and watching another episode of Amadisic here on the Original People Network. If you would like to sponsor us, feel free to slide our DMs, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, threads, and all that good stuff. We just keep on adding more and more to these social media platforms. Or, you know, send us an email at the original people network at gmail.com. Slide an idea, all that good stuff for more. And there indeed is going to be more. I'm going to revitalize. This is something I redecorate inside of. But just for the most part, you know, take care of your people, take care of people, take care of your people. And they don't have to necessarily be your people. Just be considerate. Life already hard. Why you gonna make it harder for anybody else? Just saying. Cause some people take escapism to where they escape forever. And once they escape, it ain't no coming back. So yeah. See y'all later.